Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the summer of 1994, a group of majestic agents set out on a mission to a lost pyramid in the Yucatan. They follow orders from a mysterious entity in order to avert the end of the world. Join Lee Jarvis, an NRO Delta agent played by Becca, and Adam as the handler in Pathways to Darkness, a Delta Green scenario created by Melonbread. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. There you can find up-to-date news and a link to our Discord. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So you all crash down to the bottom of the staircase and you begin to kind of try to collect yourselves and see where you are. Everybody seems to be fine. Everybody's getting themselves back up. The argument's done. And as soon as Abraham talks, you know that you can hear again and things have gone back to normal as far as being able to understand language. What the hell was that about? What do you mean, what the hell was that about? This fucking guy. There's something up with this fucking guy. I swear to God, I don't trust him. I don't trust him, Captain. And Toombs is just staring at Abraham, just like, like, oh, is this fight about to continue again? But you see him, he's just staring kind of coldly. He's not on guard. He doesn't look ready to fight. I'll get right in Abraham's face and like grabbing the collar of his shirt and just kind of pull him and bring his attention to me eye to eye to eye. This is not the place to be doing this. Whatever the hell this place is, we cannot be divided. You continue this shit when we're outside. Do you understand? And when you pull him close to you, when you pull his face close to your face, you see the fear in his eyes. You see the tears starting to well up at the very base of his eyelids. And he just stares at you and he's, he's just still for a second. And then he just pushes you back just really hard. Just, you're taken aback. You don't fall or anything, but you do get pushed back. And he just says, you don't fucking get it, man. I can tell. I can tell about him. He's got that vibe about him, man. He's one of them. Has Abraham done this before? Done what? Outright accused somebody of, if I'm understanding his implications correctly, of being an alien. (laughs) That is what he's doing. And no, he has never done anything like this. He's embarrassed you more than a few times, but nothing like this ever. Toombs is just looking straight at Abraham, his face still just completely cold. Abraham starts to take the the pistol out from the holster and he just starts pointing it at Toombs. I'm completely taken aback. Abraham has definitely been unhinged in the past, but never to the point of, well, we're on a mission, compromising it. And so he pushes me back and he's getting ready to pull out his pistol. And I'm just, it's taking a moment to click into the seriousness and the severity of all of this. And I'll actually, again, not touching him this time, but I'll get in between him and Tombs. Hey, hey, Abraham. And just low talking tones of voice. 
it's this place. It's not him. It is this place. I need you to put the gun back. Abraham lowers the gun and he's crying at this point. He's sobbing. Don't you see, man? No matter what you say, it doesn't change anything. He's one of them. And I don't know why they sent him here, but he's fucking one of them, man. I can tell. I've been around him. And he's crying and he's he's starting to break down a little bit. And you can just see, it's like he's recalling a painful event or something where he kind of just looks off in the distance and he just his face just tightens up as he just begins to just sob. And he raises the pistol again, right at Tombs. I'll fucking waste you right now. Tell me why you're here. Tell me why you're here. Just fucking tell me, man. And he's crying. He's sobbing. He's out of control right now. You feel as though he's completely snapped. This is completely foreign to me. I haven't seen them before. So, and I, I trust Abraham. So it's just that he, he continues to double down on this despite me being like, hey, it's this place. It's this, it's not him. And I kind of slowly turn to look at tombs to get an understanding. Is this really what he was hiding from us? Now that Abraham's openly accusing him, I'm like, I'm trying to glean the truth of that statement from Tombs. You're looking at Tombs and he's just silent, just not giving any kind of explanation. And you're starting to, you're starting to get this, like this weird anxiety, this weird anxiousness of this situation. I mean, this is a situation of literally like somebody at gunpoint. So it is like a very stressful like thing that's going on right now. But why isn't he saying anything? Why isn't he trying to, it's just weird. He's just standing there, just staring back, just almost not even caring about the gun. Just like Abraham is just so crazy that he just doesn't even care what he has to say or what he plans to do. Cause this guy is just so beneath him and just such an idiot to him. He just, He's just still looking at Abraham with that same face that he's had this whole time. That just look of superiority and that look of just contempt for Abraham. But just never, never really vocalizing, never really saying anything. And you just see he's still just standing there with that disapproving face. And Abraham just has the gun pointed, like ready for an answer, ready for something. Well, go on. Tell us. Tell us why the fuck you're here. I'm here just like you guys are here to do the mission. And you'll see Tombs, he'll look at you. He's clearly lost his mind. You know, if, if, you're, if your friend wasn't here, he's looking at Abraham and pointing at you. If your friend wasn't here right now, I'd kill you and leave you down here. Are we going to go on with this mission or not? Look, my readings say that we're getting closer. It's not much farther to go. Can we keep it together? We can fight about this when we get out of the temple. And Lee will just have that big, big sigh to try to, I don't know, has some kind of visual cue to get Abraham to relax a little bit, knowing that it probably won't work. And I'll turn to look at him and we're almost done. We need everybody here and in the present in case more shit like that comes out and attacks us. Like I said, we can finish this when we're done with the mission. Hell, you don't even have to see tombs again after this mission. Just get through this. We're going to get through this. We'll make it to the bottom. 
we'll get out of here and it'll be done. It'll be like it never happened. And you see he's standing there. He's listening to you. And it's almost like you're talking down a upset child because you can see he has the tears in his eyes and he's almost standing away from you with his arms crossed, just not wanting to listen to you, but listening to you. And he's, he's taking in what you have to say and he'll just think about it for a second and he'll just break off and he just kind of starts to wander off on his own. But like in a way that like, okay, I agree. Let's just keep going forward. So he kind of just like breaks off and he starts to just wander a bit away to get away from the two of you. And then Tombs looks at you and you look at him and he just kind of gives you this face like, I don't know. I will give Tombs a dark look because he wasn't helpful, but I'll just relax. It was a very tense scenario, a tense scene. And I just went through a very confusing confusing time not being able to understand what was going on and I know there's something going on with this place and a full release of okay we just got past this really stressful part and I'll I'll rub my forehead and look at tombs and huh and and finally actually look at the room around me we landed we got into this huge fight I was so focused on these two where how big is this room This is a smaller room, and it's a circular-shaped room. And you can see that at the very farthest away from you, not against the wall because it's a circle, but farthest away from you, you can see where there's like this little tunnel that starts to wind down, and you can see the beginning of another staircase forming. And you're thinking, oh, shit, this again. And this wall does not have any of the ornaments that previous rooms have had. You do see these crystals that are still kind of scattered throughout, not as dense as in the room where you first saw them and Abraham took all the pictures, but you see there's a few of those crystals and you see that there's an opening that goes on to another uh, staircase going down. And as you begin to look around the room, you see below on the ground of this place, right next to this stone well-like structure. Like it's like a stone well that you're pretty sure goes down into something else. Not big enough for a person to fit through, big enough for like the bucket or whatever it was originally used for, whatever receptacle. But you start to see this shape. And when you when you put your eyes closer to it and you begin to look at it, it's the shape of a of a dead body, an old one, a, a skeleton. And it's wearing a uniform. You recognize this as a Nazi uniform. Everybody just stops and Abraham is mid-sentence or mid-talking to himself, upset. And he just stops and everybody is just looking at this skeleton, just completely adorned in this tattered Nazi regalia, complete with the hat, the buttons of the skull smiling the badges it's tattered but it's still very distinctive very much something that you've seen in history books something that you've seen in movies so as we're focusing in on this skeleton it's so surreal and i hear someone say wow maybe this is indiana jones and i realize i'm the one who said that because it's just it's so surreal 
weird to see a skeleton fully decked out in their uniform just basically chilling in this weird weird place it's it's starting to become more and more difficult to wrap my mind around all of this like what the hell were nazis doing here what even is this place like what have we seen so far that would warrant being this place needing to be blown up with a nuke as you get closer to the body you can see inside of this well-like structure you feel this heat emanating from it. And when you look down inside of it, you can see that it's bubbling with this magma very low beneath the surface. Very strange, but you can feel the heat. It looks like a video you've seen of a volcano and it's just flowing orange liquid that you can just see at the very base of this well. Tombs looks at the body on the ground. He looks somewhat intrigued, but unfazed as he usually is. And after he examines it for a little bit, he'll just say, it's not much farther. Go down here. Let's plant it. Get out of here. You see Abraham. He looks like he's about to take a picture of the body. And then he just puts the camera away instead. And he says to himself out loud, what's the point? And just slowly nod and start making my way to that far, far side. So we tumbled down. And you mentioned that there's like this almost tunnel-like thing that we'll have to crawl through to continue to go down? Or is it just, it's more compact than the previous ones? So it's it's not like something you have to crawl through, but it's this very small opening that goes to this other set of stairs that's just going down. And it's like, you can see where it's kind of just like, you'll have to maybe duck a little bit. But then once you're on the other side, presumably you can stand up again straight and just like keep going. It's almost like a hole in the wall type of thing, but more so that you can just step through. But it does kind of look like blown out or like cut out or something, not like carefully designed like the rest of this place. And you can just feel this heat in this small, small chamber that you're in right now. I'll duck down underneath just assuming the two of them will follow me. They begin following you, and this time it's a smaller set of stairs. You can see where it ends, and you, you're you able to just kind of make your way down, and it takes about 30 seconds, and you guys are, it's still like a very narrow, like all these stairs have been, so you guys are cramped all the way down, but you get to the very bottom, and it's just this throne room of sorts. It's this very small chamber. There, it's completely full of these gold decorations, these crystal sculptures that just far exceed the level of crystals that you've seen anywhere else in this temple. And when you get inside of this room, it seems to just go up forever when you look up. You hear the echo when you step out into there, and it just seems to go up forever, but all you can see is darkness hundreds and hundreds of feet, maybe even miles. You're not even sure. The spaces just don't make sense. The geography just doesn't make sense. You feel like you're in another universe, perhaps. And all of you just stand there, just taking in the amazing sights of this room, which isn't very big in size, but height-wise just seems to stretch out infinitely. And in a way, I understand why they, like, if they knew what this temple was 
I now kind of understand why we needed to go all the way to the bottom. I don't understand how we got so deep, if we're deep, whatever. But by not being all the way at the bottom, we might not be able to explode everything. So with that, um, just taking those those minutes, a few minutes to just gaze around and trying to make things make sense. After that, I'll, I'll look at Abraham and be like, all right, take off your pack. It's time to get moving on with this mission. The three of you look at each other and Abraham takes the pack off and he begins to set it up and he seems to know which buttons he's pressing and what he's doing. He actually is referencing a piece of paper that he takes out of his front pocket and he's looking at the paper, looking at the device again, very carefully. There's no joy. There's no joking demeanor at all anymore. Even his craziness, even his upset, it's just now only about this. And you can hear the, the button sounds, these beeps as he begins to press buttons on the device. And it takes about 10 minutes for him to fully engage the device. Meanwhile, Tombs is just staring off into the distance cold. Abraham finally finishes and he stands himself up. All right. So now that it's done... Why don't you just tell us what this is really about? And he's looking at Tombs. Tombs looks back at Abraham. You don't know, need to know what this is really about. Let's just get out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. You make your way back up the stairs. You begin to backtrack. And it seems especially grueling going up these stairs as it was going down. You are filled with this sense of nervousness as you approach that staircase that you took that long tumble down, that staircase that you seem to get lost in for an eternity. But you're relieved to find that after maybe an hour of walking through it, it does reach an end at the top. And you're relieved, exhausted, but relieved. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've ever actually like hiked a mountain, but like, so going down, our hamstrings are just would have been burning and then going up our our quads are just beginning to kill us and it is it's so grueling climbing and climbing for an hour a straight hour of just straight up is oh (laughs) our legs are going to be jelly and it feels horrible it's so trying but and i mean you know that it's you're not gonna it's not gonna blow up on you because it's something that has to be like activate it has to be remotely detonated or timer detonated so you're not it's less of a concern of being stuck in this explosion but you are filled with this fear and adrenaline of being stuck here period of having another one of those creatures come out because you're not really sure what would happen if there was more than one i mean you already burned through a clip or two just trying to or you know you burned through a clip just trying to take care of the first one how many could you really fight off? All this stuff is starting to play through your head as you are descending up the stairs, but you feel this relief when it does come to an end. And all the while you're looking at tombs and you're starting to just think about everything that Abraham has said. You're starting to think about the lack of things that tomb has said. Just surely he didn't let you down, but how can you trust him at all? And even just looking at his body, he just doesn't look right. He just He's just too normal. He just doesn't have the same kind of gritty imperfections that a guy like Abraham has, that even a person like you has. 
a somewhat handsome guy, but still still has markings and imperfections that indicate him as being one of everybody else. And you look at tombs and it's just hard for you to see that. It's hard for you to recognize that. Now, there's nothing that sticks out, nothing that you could pinpoint, nothing that you could point at and say, that is what makes you off. But you just feel this coldness around him. His normalcy is what's so weird about it. Because I have gone on a few missions at this point. Everybody has baggage that they're dealing with. And at first, I thought Tomb's baggage was, he just wanted to keep it to himself. But the what Abraham said is slowly scratching at the back of my mind. What if they can look like us? That's a big problem. And I almost don't even want to contemplate the the ramifications of something like that, the the consequences, the overall meaning of it. I, you know, I just wanted to come in and do this mission. And I know this stuff is weird, but I just didn't want to have to confront this kind of question in this line of duty still. I just want to be able to do my job and get in and get out. And I'm I'm starting to feel very uneased that I'm having all these extra questions. Before long, the three of you make it to that door where you entered in from the outside. You've made your way through the whole place and you finally are seeing the light of daylight again. It feels relieving. The sun is almost where it was when you left because almost a full day has passed and the sun is now going down. You are relieved to just feel that quiet as you exit and just feel the the warmth and the the fresh oxygen of outside. It's very grounding. I know we're tired, but we're almost done. Let's let's make sure to get back to the rendezvous point. You see Abraham, he still looks very distraught, but he's pulling himself together. You see that him having left this place is a breath of fresh air to him. All right. I'll walk you for the helicopter to come. He does that. And after about 40 minutes passes, you guys are hauled up into this black helicopter at the rendezvous point. The helicopter is silent, except for a strange gurgling sound audible from inside the passenger compartment only. You see Toombs does not seem to notice this at all. He notices, but he doesn't really seem to care at all. You see Abraham too broken to care about this at this point. He just sits back into the helicopter and just closes his eyes tight. And you can just see the pain and the trouble in his face. And you enter the helicopter and it begins to descend into the sky. We started out as a World of Darkness podcast, but we have expanded our gameplay to multiple systems. Make sure to check out our games in Delta Green, Call of Cthulhu, Pathfinder, 13th Age, and much more 